0: I dipped my quill into the inkpot, and pulled it out to watch drops of darkness fall from the tip. On the paper before me were 100 boxes I'd drawn the morning after our return to Istanik, 100 days, give or take, until Iowine's storm season would begin. No ship could survive those waves. If I didn't arrive with soldiers strong enough to defeat Mishk before the storms lashed the island, Everyone we'd left behind was doomed, including Pauno. And then, once Pauno could no longer shield the night strands from her summoning, Mishk would use their power to unleash a cataclysm. I put quill to paper, slashing through the fourth day. Ninety-six remained, and I'd accomplished nothing. Disgusted, I slumped against the back of my chair, its rough carved rails digging into my spine. While sailing into the harbor aboard Ziri's promise, her night woven sail pulling us as if we ran before a gale, I'd never imagined it would be so difficult to rally support. The Trader Council hadn't even agreed to see me. Captain Aldhawk and Mistress Nerolit were busy explaining the failed nocturne to half the city. Rav had disappeared into his trader house to deal with his mother and brother. And I sat at home, laying plans with fading hope my efforts could succeed. Pauno was counting on me. Though they didn't know it, everyone in the Kyrild Islands was counting on me. Something had to change. I was done being polite. But first, I had visits to make. Taking a deep breath, I rapped lightly at Pauno's Nan's door. Even though I'd seen her briefly at the waterfront when we'd returned, she hadn't answered my knock when I'd tried to visit her the next morning. And I'd been so busy in the following days. Still, I felt guilty that I hadn't tried harder. Come in, she called, her words followed by an eruption of coughing. I flinched. That didn't sound healthy. Hi, Nan, are you okay? I asked as I squeezed the latch and nudged the door open. Lilick. the old woman's face lit. Another hacking cough shook her, and she cleared her throat as she waved me in. I'm so sorry I didn't come sooner, it's been. I trailed off. No excuse was good enough. Sit, child, she smiled patting the armchair beside her rocker. Her eyes were still watering from the coughing fit. The cough, is this new, I asked. It's nothing, she said, waving away my question. Just the damp spell we had last week. Despite her attempts to sound forceful, I heard the airy weakness in her voice. I curled my toes inside my shoes. It was just like Nan to pretend nothing was wrong. Glancing around the room, I noticed that the lamps were unlit. Sunlight streamed through the single window, lighting a square of threadbare rug. For most people, that would be plenty of light, but not for Nan. As long as I'd known her, she'd burned lamps in dozens of colors, day and night. I used to go home with headaches from the smell of the lamp oils. Hasn't anyone been helping you, Nan? I thought Pauno hired someone. I clasped the sea opal pendant that Captain Altok had refused to accept as collateral for the coin he loaned Pauno. A healer and her daughter came every day at first, checked on me, and brought groceries, but I asked them to stop visiting so much. It's tiring for an old woman to make conversation with strangers. What about Jared? She smiled. A sweet boy. He visits sometimes, but I remember what it was like to be 12. I only let him in when the weather's too foul for play. Or work more like it. Jarrett would never run off with friends when he could help Dad with the business. I grabbed Nan's hand. Her skin was tissue thin over the bones. Would you like me to light your lamps? Nan's lip quivered as she shook her head. I've had them put out. It just doesn't seem right for me to be surrounded with light while Pauno is, while he's up there in the long night. Oh, Nan, I'm so sorry. On the waterfront, I'd told her about Pauno's sacrifice. She understood, or at least she claimed to understand. But the situation was still my responsibility. She patted my hand. It's not your fault, Lilic. I'm going back for him, I swear. I've sat outside Trader Council Hall every day since we returned. I know, Katricki told me. Cold flooded my chest. She was here? Nan nodded, a hint of a smile on her lips. Pauno and a traitor girl. I was surprised to learn he'd snared her. All these years, I thought the two of you would end up together someday. But anyway, she seemed kind, pretty. I couldn't believe it. How horrible was I? I'd taken her grandson from her, abandoned him leagues and leagues from home, and then I'd let a traitor be the first to visit her. It's okay, Lilik. You're busy. Katricki said the trader council has been trapped in the hall well past their usual time to retire because the alternative is confronting you. They wait until you go home to cook for your dad. It's no excuse, I said. I've been too wrapped up in my problems. Retaking Ioween was critical, but I still should have come here first. Nan deserved better.